we get to determine the price we actually charge. And yes, we need to ensure we're delivering value or an experience to back up that price. But our positioning and our branding and our marketing messages and all those things play into the price we can charge. Thank you for joining me. I hope you are all well. Do give me a hello in the comments if you are tuning in. This topic today will actually is one that will give you a bit of kind of food for thought and it's all around pricing. So here's the thing. There will always be a client out there who is willing to pay your prices. Because the thing is that we see this over many different industries. Let's, for example, look at hair dryers. Typical bog standard hair dryer will cost you 20 quid. You can also get some slightly um, fancier hair dryer with ionic stuff for, you know, the region of 100 quid. But then you also have the Dyson hair dryer, costing in the region of 400 pounds. They all dry hair. Some people choose to buy the 20 pound hair dryer. Some people choose to buy the 400 pound hair dryer. They all dry hair. They all do the same thing. But people choose these different price points to purchase the hair dryer. And if you don't want to look at hair dryers, you think that's a product, it's different. Let's consider services. So you can get your hair cut for 20 pounds perhaps even less. You can get your hair cut for 50. You can get your hair cut for 200 and more. I was once recommended a hairdryer by a colleague. Um, I used to work in the city and she recommended a great hair hairdresser to me that she raved about. She loved her hairdresser and she recommended this hairdresser. She said, it's just, it's just amazing. He's wonderful. So I thought, she always had pretty good hair. So I thought, okay, I'll give it a go. I booked an appointment and it was wonderful. The experience was amazing. I got treated like I was royalty. You know, I was taken care of very well. The salon was kind of trendy, but not too trendy to make me feel awkward. The stylist, the head stylist was with me the entire journey. I didn't get passed off to juniors or anything like that. I was given glasses of wine to drink. I was asked if I'd had my lunch, if I needed somebody to go out and get me something for lunch. It was a beautiful, beautiful experience. I felt a million pounds, quite frankly. This was about 10 years ago, just to give you, um, give you an idea. This was about 10 years ago and I came out feeling amazing but also around about 400 pounds worse off than when I went in financially. But I felt amazing. And I felt like it was worth every penny to me at that point in time. But many, many people, perhaps including my husband, might think that's a completely crazy, crazy price to pay at the hairdressers. But the thing is those people those people were not his ideal client. His ideal client was someone like me and my colleague who had an incredible experience, loved it, 
and told everyone else about it and were not bothered or put off by that price, by not getting the £20 or the £50 experience. We understood what we were buying was an experience. We understood that that was the situation and we were happy to pay his price despite the fact that it was significantly higher than many, many of his competitors. Because the thing is with our businesses, we get to determine the price we actually charge. And yes, we need to ensure we're delivering value or an experience to back up that price. But our positioning and our branding and our marketing messages and all those things play into the price we can charge. Look at Dyson with their hairdryer. People buy a Dyson hairdryer because it's a Dyson hairdryer. Now, does it dry your hair better than any other hair dryers? Well, some people might say it does. For me, I don't spend that long with a hair dryer anyway. My hair dries very quickly. I don't see the value in a 400 pound hair dryer, but I have friends that very, very much do and they rave about it and they love it and they say it's worth every penny. Whereas for me, I did get a new hair dryer recently and I got the 20 quid one because I don't see the value in it. I'm not Dyson Hairdryer's ideal client. And you will have the same in your industry. You will have people that deliver to all intents and purposes pretty much the same thing that you do and they will charge a vast, vast, wide scale of prices. And so the question is, in that scale, what do you want to be? Where do you want to sit in that scale? And there's no wrong answer to that, but you need to assess what you therefore need to do to deliver value at the price point that you set. And it might be that you want to be the 20 quid hairdryer. It might completely be that because you don't want to layer in the value. You want to be a kind of quick and done type situation. You don't want to give a lot of value add. Therefore, you're the 20 pound hairdryer. Or you might want to be the Dyson hairdryer. You might want to be the 400 pound hairdryer and then thinking, okay, what can I put in here so that the value is there for my customer and client or the, you know, 5,000 5, pound haircut, which of which you can get. You might want to be those things, but you might not want to be those things. And it's worth making sure that you understand how your business slots into the ecosystem and basically at what level you want to deliver, what level you're willing, able to deliver to your customers and clients. So I hope that makes sense to you. It's about deciding your price because ultimately you get to decide it. Now, the market might have other ideas. The market might turn around and say, no, when I look at everything you've given me, you, your service is not worth the 400 pound hairdryer price, but Dyson's is. So making sure that you package everything to prove your value is still incredibly important regardless of what price point you choose. But there is client at whichever one you set and working out how you can get the level of client that you want wherever you want to position your business 
is really important and is worth spending time on so that you can really assess if your business is positioned in a way that you want it to be or if you need to make make tweaks and changes to that. So I hope this has been useful. I hope it's giving you some stuff to think about. I hope that perhaps in some people it's given you a little bit of a mindset reframe around what you can charge and what you can't charge for your services as long as you have the value in there as well. So I'll see you soon. Take care. So I hope that you enjoyed this episode. If you do like what I share, please do come and subscribe to the podcast, perhaps even leave a review so that other people can find this podcast as well and benefit from everything that I am sharing. Also, if you enjoyed, I would love if you want to take a screenshot of this episode, share it out onto your social media platforms. So if you tag me, I can come along, give you a follow, give you a like and some love over there as well. Until next time.